Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the Brad Foe Show. It's a Who Says No with a full gang minus Rob because he's going to be traveling out for this Red Sox away trip. But the Red Sox just finished up their homestead on a positive note after starting things on what was back to us saying that they are the Mid Sox. I still think they're hovering around that Mid Sox, but they cap off a Mariners series win and on a high note, would you guys say? I, I That was a pretty decisive win to cap it off uh, the night before winning 9-4, tonight winning... 12-3. 12-3. to 12-3? Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. I, I, yeah I'll be good. honest, I tuned away and I started watching the Celtics as soon as that got started because that Red Sox game was over. The bats showed up tonight. They were looking like how they were looking before that Cardinals series. I'm feeling good still. I don't know where you guys are sitting. We now we're going to tease this. We're going to get it to it. Eventually. We now kind of know what the pitching staff is going to look like for maybe the next month. I'd say uh, before we start getting more guys back from the IL so I'm feeling good. Well, I'm feeling. That, oh, that may not oh, be true. That may not be true. Okay. Because once Whitlock comes back, you're right back in the same spot. You got, and he's coming back. He's making one more start in AAA on Sunday, and then he's back, and then you're right back up to six starters. They're gonna have to make another decision. Okay. So I was feeling good, and when I'm feeling good, do you know what I'm yelling? McFarland. Oh, true, true, true. There we go, baby. Pat. What. Way to be, way to be a company I, man. Way to be a company so man. McFarland, so this, this podcast Pat, is powered tonight. by McFarland. Gordo going to Seattle, possibly will be powered by McFarland. Who knows? Oh, it's happening. We're gonna be we, filling everyone, those engines with McFarland. Um, we all know the Celtics could use some McFarland energy. Tonight. Yeah, that like that the, was bad. That was bad showing last night. That's why we're not going to be talking. This is a Red Sox podcast, sir. We're not Sox talking about the tonight. shooty Sox hoops. had the energy. Sox had the energy. Sox were feeling that McFarland stuff. Um, but as you just brought up, Gordo, as great as we might be feeling coming off of this series, there's things to consider. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to just start right with the Pavetta stuff? Cora made his yeah. decision uh, after tonight's game. Um, and it was kind of already, I think, leaning that way. He had mentioned beforehand, I believe yesterday or uh, two days ago on Wednesday, he had made, he'd alluded to like his role as a utility player and how he just had to bite the bullet um, and like just be a company man and do whatever needs to be done to get the win. Uh, 
to last night. Cora makes the decision. Uh, Pavetta is going to be heading to the pen. Uh, Pavetta, when asked, he's giving that same company line. Now he's going to do whatever he can to help this team. I guess who says no to that? Are you, are you buying his, his emotions on that, that he's just kind of like, all right, this is where I am now. Uh, or do you think he's got a little fire under him to get back into that starting role? If that is still a possibility I mean, for him. Does not matter? I don't think it matters. I mean, he's, he would, he would, his, yeah, he has no decision ERA at 6.3 now as a starter. Um, he really doesn't have a choice either. He's a company man and does what the team needs him to do, or he see ya. I mean, there's, he's, he's out of options, so he better be a company man. Yeah, no, I think it would be one thing if this is kind of out of the blue and then he kind of voiced like, yo, yeah, like he'll do what's good for the team. Well, uh, He's been very adamant since spring training that he would not be open to relieving. And now all of a sudden, I, I don't think there was a sudden change of heart that that quick. And I think that, that he, maybe Cora told him there's a way that, oh, like guy goes down, like you're first in line, whatever. Like, cause I mean, the rotation has been healthy all year. But if this is the, like, if this is the end game, Pavetta out of the pen, I, I think we we might even trade before the deadline if he is there that long. He might like genuinely force his way out if he hates if he just as he said months prior if he hates it that much, that might be the only option. We well, here's the thing: is he's he can hate it all he wants, but if he doesn't perform, like he's not going to get a starting spot on the Red Sox or any other team. So he like he may hate it. He I'm sure he hates it. He said he would hate it like a week ago. Oh, you but, said that he can't understand it. There's a difference yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. What can't you understand, <laughs> man? What are you to, not understanding? Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have to perform there if he wants if he wants an opportunity to start for the Red Sox. Like, because if he's not performing there, and he's not stretched out all the way, and Cutter's not stretched out of the way, but Cutter's performing, if guys go down, like, why is Cutter not gonna get that opportunity? So Pavetta's gonna have to perform. Like whether he wants an opportunity here or if he wants to get traded, like if he posts a six whatever ERA he has, like that's just he's not gonna get what he wants. So he's gonna have to pitch. He's gonna have to pitch well. He might cut that ERA in half now that we're saying, you know, trade Pavetta because our track history me. with, you know, saying guys need a change of scenery. Um doesn't really work out. But I mean it works out for the Red Sox favor. Um what do you think? I mean, what what team would actually want to? It would have to be a trade. I can't see them just like cutting ties with Pavetta. That's way too much to like lose on that, especially after what just happened with Brazier. Like at some point, you need to start getting return on these guys that aren't working out. I he might turn into. I mean, like say what a month down the road, how much of a leash are you giving Pavetta in that pen? Not. I mean. That's a tough question. Um, it, it depends on where the team's at as well. Like if the team is just like melting down a month from now, you give him a little bit of a longer leash because he's under contract. But I mean, this I don't see this team having that type of yeah, meltdown. Yeah, me neither. Like even with like our concerns about the pitching, yeah. it, if anything, like we just said, like you're going to start having guys come back and the, the biggest issue is figure out what guys are better to have in that if, spot. If he's not having success in the bullpen 
people people will laugh at this. I really do think they could get something for him in a trade. It's not going to be anything crazy, but a team like Oakland, who in a vacuum would love to trade maybe a relief pitcher or a bench piece or a minor leaguer for a starting pitcher, sure they do that. Tampa Bay would probably give you something small um, to work with him. I mean, he's got a decent fastball, nasty curveball. There's stuff to work with. He's got that crazy good extension. I know teams are looking at that now. Extension rate, he's like 90th percentile or something like that. I don't know what that means, but teams love it. So I think you could get something for him, but it's not going to be crazy. That extension, that's like that's like how far forward you're throwing yeah. the ball. Like Whitlock throws the ball really close to the plate. He's got that really long really extension. Like, you know who else? Yeah. Uh, Winkowski, He's always Winkowski had, had the biggest increase yes. in extension. It, biggest or like second biggest. He's up there um, in extension. So kind of like it must do something. It must be useful. I mean, you're closer to the hitter, but... Pavetta has that going for him, so that's how much we're <laughs> that's how much we're reaching to f- try to find uh, extract value out of this guy with his six point three ERA. No, but I think you're right. I think you're right, though. I think he's got another year of control. I mean, the Red Sox when they traded for him, it was a similar situation in Philadelphia. They wanted to put him in the pen. He didn't. He wasn't open to it. They worked with him in the minors a little bit. Ended up dealing him to the Red Sox, who and the Red Sox worked with him in the minors and got him to the point where. They felt comfortable bringing him back up. Like, obviously, no more options. So, like, you'd be working with him at the big league level. But I'm sure there's teams, you know, he's always – before – I guess before now, he was kind of an analytics darling. Like, all those all those teams were interested in him and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I think there there is a team somewhere that, that would take him. And that would actually be interesting for the Red Sox at the deadline because that would be a way to give themselves some wiggle room to add some salary if they could get a team to take Pavetta. And then it obviously would free up money next year. I mean, obviously you could just non-tender him in the in the off season if you wanted to do that. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a million different options you could take with him, and like I'm sure they are going to try him out in like several different bullpen roles just to see if you can get any value from him there. Like, hopefully you strike gold and he's the next Josh Winkowski. But I mean, that's that's a not. I don't think it's a likely outcome. But I know yeah, a lot of people I- are a lot more optimistic than I am there. I think San Diego makes sense too. I feel like I think their four and five stars are both relievers already. I think Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo are their two back end starters. Yeah. So like another flyer on a guy like that, but who is actually thrown starting innings for a and bottom of the organization prospect. I don't think San Diego would mind taking that risk at all. But if you can get anything for him, it's a win. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm so sick. Yeah. It's the attitude yep. for me that does it. Like the poutiness and everything. I can't stand that. It, it's like you're so fortunate to be a major league baseball player and to be playing for the Red Sox too. I know I'm biased, but like you're at Fenway Park half the season. Like stop pouting, man. I would kill to be in that guy's position. I'm sure all of us would. And he's like acting like his life is oh, oh, oh. and of course we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with him, but. Baseball wise, it's just frustrating. Like, man, go to the bullpen, be happy about it, pitch well, and we'll all love you again, like we did in twenty twenty one. So, please, do you? I mean, like, but like, that's the thing is, do you think that's a product of like since twenty twenty one now? Like, he now has no really like sustainable life in baseball, where like he's really like ambiguous when it comes to his role of like I don't know where I actually belong. So when it comes to that contract part of my life. And teams are kind of like, well, we don't really know where you belong either, so we don't want to give you a whole Ooh. lot of money. Like, I get where he's coming from in that sense. Find a niche, but it's also like, hey, you're not, you're, you're, yeah, but it, it, 
and to that point, it's kind of like, well, if you wind up on a successful team and like when you're in this whole floating, like back between like the starting position and the bullpen position, you've now been to the playoffs. If they make it to the playoffs this year, he can now say I've been to the playoffs mm-hmm. twice from that role. So it's just kind of like, well, how am I going to be paid? Well, I'm going to be paid being the utility guy that you can put in any slot and be exactly like you and can rely valuable. on me. So like that, yeah. that, like that is the thing It's just like, you have to look at it as what's going to be the positive in the situation exactly. where I think, are we, are we just his therapist yeah. now? Is that what we're we just did? Therapists. Yeah. We're I hope this therapists. is what they're telling them. Well then going off what Cooper's just saying is like, there is value in being like that expandable option. Zach Eflin came out of the bullpen for the Phillies in the playoffs last year. He just got a 30, whatever it was, $8 million contract. Multi-year yeah. too. Yeah. Security as well. Wait. It's like, what, yeah. what gets paid more? Yeah. A starter with a six ERA or a very good reliever? Not even very good, just a solid Matt, reliever who can go multiple innings. It's a no-brainer. Another example out of Philadelphia, Matt Strom right now. Like Matt Strom was tested at like the starting yeah. position. He's been in the bullpen position. Very nice guy to the Bradfoe show. So he would throw him love. We're glad that he got paid by Dombrowski. Um, it's just like there is... I think Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly. Yeah, between like being like long relief. Joe Kelly's and like a great example. Yeah, he went from actually. a starter. He d- he didn't necessarily. No, want I'm to sure go he didn't. Bench. He was a yeah. like a highly but, touted starter for a while. Didn't work out. Went to the bullpen. Had success and got multiple contracts out of it. And he's still going. He got he, two rings. Right. He's got two rings out of it. He he consistently reinvents like his pitching style every offseason just to make sure that he gets paid. So like that is like. That is just what baseball is now, especially with analytics. Is just like, what can I do to maximize my efficiency for this team and also maximize my profit mm-hmm. while playing for this team? So I maybe that is a trend. Like maybe Pavetta is like the first, not casualty, but first like experiment of this is what's going to be going on with players and like players. Some players need to accept mm-hmm. that role. Like, I mean you don't see guys going complete games anymore. Like Waka going seven shutout innings, complete or like perfect. inning. it was seven. Perfect. Correct? Last year. Yeah. Seven. Perfect. Yeah. Like, no, this the other day. Oh, are you talking about, he did it like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it was seven. Perfect. Yeah. It got broken up in the air. Like seven. Per- like perfect is off. Obviously like the feet in it, but like just going seven innings is, kind of a feat in its own now like you don't have those guys anymore that can go the distance just because that is where the game is going you want guys that can just get through like two two times through the order fast and then you do rely on those bullpen pieces so like pavetta like bitching it it doesn't make sense like just accept your role good good segue yeah yeah i'd like can i pose a question to everyone you you, you're talking about um I just want to. I want to move on from Pavetta, if that's okay with everyone, because I have a. Uh, I'm fine. I feel like we've 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 covered yeah, Pavetta pretty well. Um, so, different situation. Tanner Houck. I'm uh, I'm pretty torn. I think I know which way I'm leaning. Starter reliever, at least for this year. But like, interesting situation, man, with that guy, because he's unhittable for three innings, and then usually it unravels. Yeah. And we, uh, about a month ago, we had brought up how can like, kind of like what the question. We have flip-flopped a lot. Right, yeah. so. I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm still staying 
firm on where I stand on this. I, I know how I answered last time, uh, but Gordo, I'm curious where, 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 you where at, your Coop? head is at right now. Yeah. Where I'm at? How to the bullpen, okay. baby. When he's in the bullpen, he dominates. Like he, that's the thing. Like I, it's not that I don't want him starting because I think he can develop into a good starter. It's just the role that he's really good at is being able to eat up like two innings in that pen and really bridge that gap of like I was just saying, the starter is not the starter anymore. So if you get to the fifth inning, you bring in Hauk, he can get you to the seventh, that, like clean as can be. Valuable. That's all I want. I that's all that's a valuable I want. role, right, Coop? Like, that is so big for this right? team. That's right a now. valuable role. Two innings out of the bullpen. You listening, Pavetta? Valuable role. <laughs> Very valuable. That's hey, we value you. We, hey, you belong to us. Hey, if he can throw two good innings out of the pen consistently, we will value you. Like, come on. Gordo, we love that. Yeah, like, Gordo, Gordo will start campaigning for you to go to the All-Star game. That's how Coop, much we we'll value you. Do you it. remember? We were like a week and a half into the season, and it was when we were on the radio, and, and Rob asked me, who's like, who, are you, who have you been most impressed with so far? And I said Josh Winkowski. And it was just from him doing that role. So, like, come on. If Nick, Nick Pavetta, I will give you, you love on this show. Nick? You hear that, if, Nick? Yeah, come on. If you if you can throw me two good innings out of the pen every few days, I will give you some serious love. You want that Gordo love, Pavetta? You go to the bullpen, you succeed. You won't get the starter contract, but hey, you'll get our love, you'll get baby. That Gordo love. You'll get that. That's you'll priceless. get that sweet, sweet Bradfo who says no. <laughs> that looks love. freaked out. <laughs> Pat, where do you stand on this? Where, what do you want from Hauk? No, I agree. I think that there's been enough trial and error in a sense where he, at this point in time, he's more valuable out of the bullpen to go two, three shutdown innings. I mean, we saw it in 21. He came out of the pen in 2021. He piggybacked Sale, one of the games where he got blown up. It went like three or four shutout. Like, that's invaluable. Playoff game? Yeah. Yeah, the 2021 LDS. Yeah. Like, it's invaluable. Like, if you have a starter who gets shelled, it's so, it's good to know that you could hold a plug early and still get meaningful innings out of one of your relievers for whether it be two or three, mm-hmm. four innings. And I think Hauk is like, hold up. Do you want to kill a starter? When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Yes. You're pulling the plug on a stuck. Dude, that's messed up. Are you listening, Corey Kluber? <laughs> oh my Ooh. God. Like, to be fair, he's the closest to that situation. Yeah, um, no, I definitely is. But no, that makes sense because, like, is I think we all agree this is where baseball is going. You, I'm going to differ from you. Yeah. Guys. Oh, well, I think no, Gordo and I are what the we same. Need. From you guys. I was getting kind yeah. of bored here. Page, I'll be honest. Gordo. We can all agree. Let's bring Let's it home, it. baby. All right. Sammy, I know you're going to agree with this point. And Coop, you said you think Tanner Houck can develop into a good starter. I Yes, I you do. Can't, you can't develop Tanner Houck into being a good starter without letting him work through these kinks and letting him start. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that important games in, games in September are going to roll around and you're going to be throwing Hauk trying to get him through that third time through the order when he's still getting shelled. Like, no, we're not saying that. But there are examples of guys who were dominant relievers and couldn't quite get through that second or third time through the order. The Astros had a couple in, in Christian Javier and Jose Arquiti that have both developed into – Javier's like elite now and Arquiti's really good – you got to give him time to work through these things. I think one thing I would try, Ian Cundell said this on Twitter first, and it, it got some traction. I actually agree with it, is to try to start the game with an opener. Get get how going in like the third inning against the bottom of the order first. Maybe he can work four or five innings there. And if you've gone with the opener for two, now you're not yanking Hauk in like the middle of the fifth inning with two guys on base. You're yanking him in the seventh inning and you can decide at that point like are we going to our chris martin are we going like to the back end of the bullpen because now you're not stuck in the fifth inning needing to figure out how you're going to get out of a jam and eat the sixth inning and then close out a game the stuff is there like he he flat out 
dominates the first how good time was he against order. seattle the, like, that those first few innings he was untouchable oh they couldn't touch God. him and then it just unravels like i i really it's it's hard because like it really does unravel and it, and it seems to happen Fast. every single time but yeah and, and really quickly but it's just it feels like it's just one little thing and if he can figure out may, maybe it's working more with with those mm-hmm. third and fourth pitches but it just it feels like he is so close and if he just jumps over this hurdle we could have a really good starter here and i just feel like going two innings out of the pen with him even though two innings is valuable it's just it's cutting him short on his potential that's how so, i feel about it i agree with that like maybe i in like i don't know how to develop a pitcher i i'm just some schmuck spe- uh, speaking into like a mic um but i feel like you can work like in and out like building, like building, I get like, yeah, like into out, like where you're building more innings into him, where eventually maybe he's hitting like three innings, like relief, and maybe you're getting him up to four. And when you're comfortable with him, like if he shows up that and that, like, you know, Kluber bottoms out after two, you put him in, in that third inning and he's able to like ride you all the way out into the eighth mm-hmm maybe that's like the turning point. It's like, all right, well now it's time to bring him back into that starting position. Cause he can show that he can eat more than four innings, uh, in appearance. Like that's what you want. I would say that's the barometer. My other thing too is Gorda, you said like he has the stuff to be like a disgusting starter. It's about whatever. Two people came to mind when you said that Andrew Miller, I remember people were like, he has the stuff he's going to build, whatever. The second he went to a reliever, he was a several-time All-Star, like World World C, maybe World Series champ, but like the top three reliever in baseball. And then the other one was friend of the program, mm-hmm. Joe Kelly. Joe was yeah. the same way. He he had the hundred mile an hour fastball. He had the sinker. He had the good uh, slider. Like some guys have the stuff and can't clear that hurdle. And I'm not saying how can't. What is it? bad to start the transition early where he does become that's two three inning reliever that can just shut shit down i have a take on that um to what you just said pat the way i look at it and i'm i'm staying firm on this like i've said from day one i don't think this is a world series team i think it would be awesome if they made the playoffs and i think they have a real chance but just with the rotation i don't see them making a real run at the world series so when you say is it bad to start the transition early no, it's not. But why are you starting the transition early? He's only started eight games this year. I believe he has 27 major league starts since 2020. That's not that much. I think people think he's started a lot more than he actually has because he's pitched more innings than um, than said. doesn't make any sense. But he hasn't started that much. The way I'm looking at it is there's no reason to rush him. It would be great if he was a weapon out of the bullpen, but that's an evergreen thing. They could do that anytime. It's not like he's going to lose the ability to become a reliever. And what if after the All-Star game, something Including clicked. in September if they're competing. Say it again? Inclu- like they could, they could put him in the pen in September if they're competing and he's not really getting it done. Like Just because you're starting him now and through the All-Star break doesn't mean you yeah. can't put him in the pen It doesn't later. run out. And, and, and what, what if he clicks? What if he clicks in July or something and we go, oh my God, thank God we didn't move him to the bullpen. And what if he doesn't? Who cares? Move into the bullpen. It's not like something you lose. It's it, there's no time limit on it. You can do it whenever. I would just let the guy keep going. It's not like he's been terrible. He hasn't been great as a starter, but I mean he's better than Pavetta and Kluber. 
So, and that's that's honestly maybe the next that's the next thing we got to get to because that's when we watched Tanner Houck and last start the other night he went what five innings four yeah. runs and it felt like the end of the world. Yeah, even though five innings four runs is not that terrible, but it's just that when you're getting horrible starts from Pavetta and Kluber two out of every five days, like a five inning four run start from Hauk feels like it yeah, drowns the expectation you. Is much different. if you can replace, right. But now with Pavetta going to the pen and like in our perfect world, like when Whitlock comes back and you've got six guys, maybe, maybe Kluber's not one of the five that makes it. Then you've got five guys and maybe you can afford the occasional five inning four run start. Cause you're not getting six ERAs from Pavetta anymore. At, at least out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the other point, too. It is very situational. At this point in time, it probably makes the most sense to put Hulk in the bullpen. That being said, if Pavetta goes to the bullpen and somehow, some way you trade or cut ties with Kluber, then yes, Hulk absolutely has to be that guy in the rotation. I'm going to be honest. I've been, like I said, I've been Hulk to the bullpen for a while now. Sammy, I think he just won me over. Because <laughs> there's no... Like, I, there, but like you're absolutely right in the fact that like this is still the mid socks. This is still like the year of the unknown, where you're just kind of hoping for development. And yeah, like I would say, like after the All Star game, like that, like I wouldn't now in my head, like that's not that is my like point of all right. Now we can start thinking about whether we want to move Hulk back there or not because that is like I like I had said and like you had pointed out. I think he can develop into that whole starter position, that starting role. Um, so yeah, like he does need those reps. I mean, all la- not all last year, but a majority of last year and you know, twenty twenty one, we saw him take reps out of the bullpen, and we really haven't seen him undergo an entire season of just working out of that starting role. And this this is the year to do it, and like we have to keep rem- remembering that. Um, yeah, like the season can still be fun. The season can still be a competitive season, but I think like getting to that all-star game, that all-star weekend, like that is where we want to get by first as a team. And then we can really, we, and then the team can really start making decisions on, you know, what that whole like starting rotation will look like, what the bullpen's going to look like if they want to make that push. Cause I, I think they can be at the starting or at the all-star game and still like they could still be in last place, but I think they could still be like X amount of like games out of the wild card or like in the wild card spot in that, at that time. Like that's just how this AL East is set up to be. Yeah. And and it's not saying like, Oh, this team isn't worth like they're, they're they're not worth watching. They're not going to do anything. We're not saying that it's just saying like, look, they, they, they're kind of, in a tough spot with a luxury tax. They're not going to be able to add much at the deadline if they do add anything. I doubt they go over. It's not like this is a year they're going for it. If they somehow go on a magical run, we'll all be psyched. But staying realistic, it's a year for progression for a lot of the young guys, figuring out who your guys are, Pablo Reyes, and just, you know, building for next year. <laughs> not a pitcher. Not a pitcher. He could be. I shouldn't be laughing. He's, he, he did pitch. He, could be. he was last. He was two nights ago. Just because you do it doesn't That's mean true. he was are. a pitcher. He pitched. He pitched. Yeah. Brock Holt's a better pitcher. I'm going to be completely honest with you on that. The form. Well, that's not the form was not, not there. 
Brock Colt's one of the all-time greats. So like, why are you comparing him? To Gordo, uh, Gordo that's had true. to that's uh, a tough like standard to set. Poor Gordo had to sit next to me at Fenway uh, the other night when I was just going insane about my boy Pablo Reyes, who I absolutely adore. He's my favorite player of all time. Sammy, Sammy I, also owned some moron behind us huh. who was. What was he yelling? He was, at he was, he was like, yelling something at Casas, and it's the same night that the stupid people on ESPN asked him about his mom. Oh yeah. my yeah. god! It was just um, it was this uh, this drunk kid behind us was like flipping out at Casas, saying like, "You're oh, he's like you're Bobby just another Dahlbeck. Bobby Dahlbeck. You're uh, a bum. Get off the field." Exactly, exactly like Bobby Dahlbeck. As someone who got to watch Bobby Dahl- Bobby Dahlbeck strike out today in West there. <laughs> Cassis is exactly like Bobby yeah, Dahlbeck. Yeah, oh my! They both Lord. play first base, bro. Uh, yeah, I was out on a date when I looked up at the TV and saw Pablo Reyes on the on the mound, and I kind of like I, under my breath, I mf'd whatever was <laughs> happening in that game. And the day, was like, huh? You okay? You all right? No, I'm not all right. Pablo Reyes is on the mound. What do you think? Show some respect <laughs> for my boy. Who's show who's some hitting, respect? Hey, look up at the TV. He's hitting. What's his batting average right now? Hold on. I was pulling it up while you guys were 421 for my boy, along Jeez. with sick defense and speed. How many plate what do you appearances? Have four RBIs tonight? How many plate appearances is How, that? What's the sample size? Oh, he's had a ton 20. of he's had 19 at But still. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't talk bad about my my sweet, sweet boy. No, I mean a trend's a trend. It, as Rob wanted to point out about Ryan Brazier. Um, oh. a trend's a trend. He was trending in the right direction at the end of the <laughs> season. Um, I think he was third best uh, out of left-handed pitchers or facing left-handed batters uh, between September 6th and October yeah. 32nd. Yep. Um, he did yeah. that. So that's really good to see that he ended up working out that he was a good thing to keep around. Uh, we to see Matt Barnes. I mean, Matt Brazier. Barnes hadn't done really that well down in Miami, um, but he's doing something for Miami. He's still he's still on that roster in Miami, yeah. so maybe that would have been nice to still have with the Red Sox, even though he kind of left under weird terms, and maybe he's not the best for the clubhouse. But I digress. Ryan Brazier is gone, baby. <laughs> How did it take us a half hour? To touch on that, we I've haven't been, talked I've since that. that. I've been sitting on that so I, long. I R.I.P. Ryan Brazier. No, that's mean. I, that's me. Um, I got a guy lost his job. I got some, Let's just remember that. Um, but yeah, like it, I, what happened? What did he know? What did he know? What what information did he have on Heim Plume? Like that just kept him around. Check the internet in a few days. Pat knows. What's I have. Some, I have some beef to settle. <laughs> okay, buddy, me too. Can I can yeah. I name drop? No, I saw Coop's face. I might not feel to be name drop. Why go? What? what? what Gary, this is Gary gonna be, this, this may this may be a PG thirteen to to R rating. Pete Pete Abe. Oh, feet boy went on this ridiculous Twitter rant about, yeah, I saw oh, Sox fans are so disrespectful. Do you not remember twenty eighteen? He was so good. Blah blah blah. No one denies that. I've, no one is out here saying, oh, God, like Ryan Brazier sucked in 2018 with his 1.51. No one is saying How that. many times we have I said what he did to Gary Sanchez years. was cool, okay? I, it was that cool was telling sick. him to get back in the box. That was the best. <laughs> we his are best moment. five five <laughs> years 
removed from 2018. <laughs> and, oh my God, I'm <laughs> so mad. About Pete Abe is out here acting like, acting like we just DFA Mariano <laughs> Rivera. I'm like, are you, do you not watch, have you not seen what this man has done to the Red Sox past three years? Oh, so disrespectful. He was so good. No one said he was not good in 2018. To get on your high horse and, and respect the man and, oh, this man lost his job. Good for you. The man sucked. He was so yeah. bad. He, he, he lost his and, – And people are celebrating that. He, I mean, he lost his job, but he also made $2 million this year. The other thing, too, is like – that's like defending, like, DFAing Pablo Sandoval. You're like, oh – this man has an eating problem. Leave him alone. Like, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It is insane. I got so mad reading that tweet the other day. I was ballistic. So, I... Coop, I think you're on mute. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it was just more spouting off about the I, same thing. That that I hated that tweet. I, so I get it. Um, I, I don't like, like... Uh, I mean, I'm glad he's gone. I don't like dislike him as a person. I mean, it just, it's probably better for him too. Yes. Like he's probably better off. Like, uh, I know we've made this joke plenty of times, but when Tampa Bay signs him and he has like a 1.3 and we're like, Oh my God, we're all gonna. Their bullpen of Jake Diekman, Zach Littell and Ryan Brazier closing out the world series. Seven, eight, nine is going to be. Diekman, just, Diekman a... just gave up a bomb, I think yesterday or today. So that made me feel a little better. Like the rays are like humans. Like they can't fix Jake Diekman who looks like a, a sailor who's lost at sea when he's pitching. Like where am I? Zach Littell struck out the side yesterday. Someone may or may not have had a conversation with Heim Bloom where he might have said, watch, Deakman's just going to become like the reason they go to the World Series um, just because he he understands how Tampa Bay works. Um, yeah. I That may or may not have been a conversation that happened. Um, who knows? Yeah. So he, but, he, but he real, sees that too. Real quick, Sam, like what Sam was just saying, like, Maybe like, like it, it was mutually beneficial. Like for us, it's we got rid of an absolutely horrendous reliever. For Ryan Brazier, I mean, you can only <laughs> shit your pants in public so many times before it's embarrassing. Like it was probably to the point where he's like, "This is just, I feel disgusting. I want to leave." He, like it's probably he also has to take. We're gonna do more, like, just like what we did for Pivetta. We're doing like the therapy thing for him. I mean, the dude was like pitching in the Korean Baseball League before he won a World Series. Like, yeah, the man had like the ultimate like player arch where he ended up doing like the thing that like every ball player really sets out to do and is win a World Series. So it's kind of like, man, if this is the end of the road, like this is the end of the road. Like so many other players have not had this opportunity. And it's kind of like, yeah, dude, like at some point you just have to yeah. tip your cap and just be like, I suck. Like. Not all of us can Dude, be rich Ellen pitch until we're fifty years old. He made a bunch of money. He won a World Series. Like he'll he'll probably get another shot this year somewhere and like maybe turn it around. And like if he doesn't do it this year, then like we'll see what happens. Cause I mean, I doubt we see teams going nuts for him next year if we see more of the same from him this year. But hell I mean, yeah, hell of a journey. Like you said, Coop, like came back, won a World Series his first year back here, pitched great that year and you know, did some good things in 2021 and made a bunch of money in the process. So, like, props to him. Like, good career. Like, a lot of most guys would kill to have the Ryan Brazier. Yeah, he made career. two million dollars this year. I'll never make two million dollars. It's great. Good for him. And 
Uh, don't count yourself out. You're doing incredible things for a uh, one. Oh, thank you. I get and I got a good arm. Free too. plug there. Free plug. I could uh, one championship. Close enough. But um, I could. Uh, I could throw the right. That's how role. much I know about ultimate fighting or mixed martial arts. Close enough. Um, yeah, I, I. I think he's better off. I think. Every, I mean, it could not have been pleasant for Ryan Brazier, like walking around Fenway with Red Sox fans. I bet he's been chirped a thousand times by, Hey buddy, you fucking stink out there. What happened in 2000? Get in the box. That was cool. It's, 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 it's a good thing that it's over. Why'd that sound like me? Why'd that sound like me? Your, uh, your Boston (laughs) accent imitation always sounds like the Italian Boston guys. I think I just, it always sounds New York. It does. It does. Uh, Yeah. It kind of, it goes a little too New York. That's something I, I never really thought of. Like, can you imagine Ryan Brazier just walking around Boston? Some of the horrendous things he must hear. He's just walking down the street. Well, him and him and his. I was going to say neck. everyone recognizes walking him down too the because street. he walks like that. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't think he's getting recognized. I. And if he does, I don't think anyone cares enough to say anything. Yeah. Like he's at that point of like irrelevancy with this team. Which is even yeah. mean. Like that's even more mean to say. Well, I mean, I like, think around Fenway. If I see him on the streets, it's like. I feel bad for him. I'm kind of like, oh man, like you're still walking around here. Like, just move out, go to the burbs. Like, no one wants you Oakland. here, man. Like, you're too old. Yeah, it's over. Go home. They told Brady he was too old. Yeah, and then he moved next to a country club that wouldn't <laughs> hey, even want if, him in there. If there's one athlete I would compare Ryan Brazier to, it's Tom Brady. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly 
about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said that. And I'm not just saying that because of the looks. He might... <laughs> Listen, no one counted. No one thought he could do it. They all counted him out. They both had a chip on their shoulder. Maybe Brazier was also taken in the sixth round. I they don't both know. had good trends. Good trends on both of those guys. They were trending, man. They were trending. just like in synopsis. Like, thank you for 2018. You were useless beyond that, but thank you for 2021. He was all right. I saw. Yeah, he yeah. pitched five straight days, didn't he? And he pitched five five in a row after, and he got hit in the head with a line drive in the minors. He's had oh a hell of a journey. Yeah, about that was that. that was Rob's biggest sympathetic moment with him because, like, he always talked about like the plate that he wore in his hat and everything. And I actually I saw Rob at the park the day that it happened, and we had like a full conversation. And it was just like this where I waited to the end, and I pointed at him, and I was like, "Hey, I was right," and um. He was just kind of like, hey, man, like someone just lost their job. And like be, and like he pointed again to like the whole like wearing the plate on like his helm or his hat and like the fact that like he battled back from injuries and everything. So 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 Rob had a little P-Day moment himself. He didn't have a P-Day. I think it was just more of the yeah, fact I that like I I didn't win that one. I'm not going to. Yeah. Rob's not here to defend Look, his point because we, so we I won't say be, that I won that argument, but I think I won that argument. We can be appreciative for the good stuff that he did here, but also happy that it's mercifully come to an end for everyone. Yeah. Yes. It's like Absolutely. your Nana that had a whole lot of money. Like we're all mourning her, but God damn. Oh. God damn. We just yeah. got paid. Two million. And that payment, that payment is a roster spot in the bullpen. Um, any final notes before we close things out here? Celtics, the bad guys loss. We got spot. some optimism with roster. Movement. I got a cool, uh, a cool um, thing I heard about uh, my boy Pablo Reyes. Oh. I put it in our in our group. Uh, the rumor is Joey Cora of the Pirates, Alex Cora's oh, brother. I saw this. Yeah. yeah, apparently he like he's obviously aware the Red Sox were looking for middle infield help. His brother's the manager, and he kind of I don't know how you put this, but he said to Alex like, "Hey, check out Pablo Reyes. He's in AAA on." Uh, with Oakland, I guess he had one of those upwards mobility clauses. However, the Red Sox got him. And uh, here he is, best shortstop in Red Sox history. And uh, everyone's favorite player, my favorite player, probably starting the All-Star game uh, for the American League. So, yeah. And you want to see what Adam DeVall yeah. said today? June 9th, right? No. June 9th, what? Yankees. That's his, that's his return. Or he's paid. Shut up, yeah. is it? No, it's his... Target, his ideal his return. Target. I, First um, day he's eligible to come I, off of the uh, IL, so that's why he picked that day. Sixty day. Yeah. I guess I'll use this opportunity to uh, also announce that on June 9th, I will also be available to play at Yankee Stadium. In Are you doing the media? I'm doing the, the media, media game? game, baby. I'm back unless oh. this also gets rained out again. Um, so that's going to be me and Adam oh. Duvall, one of a kind. So, do, you, do you hit lefty? I don't. I Damn. hit righty. I know that this. I know this lineup needs a lefty bat. I. I can't. You could hit there. lefty at Yankee Stadium. All you have to do is make contact, and it's gone. I think I could put one out righty. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I gotta I gotta yank the hell out of it. But I you, I think you said I it's at Yankee it. Stadium, right? It's gonna the opening. So the way that they do it, it's actually really cool. Um, really like, yeah, it's gonna be cheesy. Honored to say that I get to like participate in it. Uh, but the Red Sox and the Yankee uh, beat and media. Um, they do a media game for the opening series of the year and the closing series of the year, which always tend up end up being like alternating sites. So, uh, opening series Yankee Stadium media game will be there June 9th. If you're there, let me know. Come say hi. Uh, maybe I'll put on a show for you. Maybe I'll try and get you in. I'd have to know ahead of time. Uh, and just let's act like we're friends, and I'll get you in. Um, but on the other note, Fenway will be the second one around. Oh. I'll be um, there, which is the difficult. That's the difficult one to get into for media. Everyone wants to play at Fenway Park. Uh, no one wants to play at Yankee Stadium. They don't want to play at the the house that the taxpayers built, or the house that Ruth built. The house that Judge just kind of moved into. He he's squatting. It's just squat is right. It's the house that Aaron Judge squatted rights to. That's Hideki Matsui's casa. Is it? Yeah. I. Wouldn't it technically be He was the uh, World Series MVP the last time the Yankees won the World Series, which was 13 years ago, I think three presidents ago, and before like iPhones were popular. And uh, yeah, so it's been a long time for them. I missed you. When was the Yankee Stadium built? When was the new Yankee Stadium? 09 was the first season. It's the house Hideki built. It's the house that Hideki built. Okay. Congrats to Hideki. (laughs) He deserves that. We should just force that, that so narrative. If we can get all of that, that sounded like so really like congrats to Hideki. Congrats to Hideki. <laughs> he earned that. Um, if we can have everyone tweet out, it, yeah. If you're listening at this point, I know Zoid is. That dude's always listening. Hideki. Um, Who? Uh, Zoidberger. Oh yeah. What about him? You. I'm sure that you guys have seen him lurking. He listens all through everything. So I'm just saying, if you're listening right now, go ahead and tweet at the Bradfoe Show. Uh, hashtag thank you Hideki. <laughs> Uh, the house that Hideki built. <laughs> there we go. I was gonna say the house. That should it Hideki be? Should built. it be the hashtag that? Or no, it should just be. Could be Hideki's house. Hideki's no, house. thank you, Hideki. I love that. What should, thank you, Hideki. Thank you, Hideki. Thank you, Hideki. I like that. No context. Okay, and just use a pic, use a picture of Yankee Stadium. Just find like a stock image, like Yankee Stadium. It, it also like image. emphasizes how long it's been since the Yankees have won a World Series. So I love thank you, Hideki. It's great. Thank you, Hideki. Yeah. <laughs> Coop, we gotta get we gotta get Nate to cook up a graphic where a Yankee Stadium, but the only retired number is fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> it's the what is it, Legends Park that they have out in center field. The only the only headstone is just like Hideki Matsui. <laughs> oh, I love the Hideki segment. This is great. I'm losing it. So tired. <laughs> just like it's go. just like complete Yankee erase like history erasure. Like we're not talking about Mickey Mantle anymore. We're not talking about Derek Cheater. It's just like Hideki all the time. Hey, you got to have a black and white TV to watch. Oh. Very quickly, very, very quickly before we wrap up. Did you guys see Aaron Boone was asked his Mount Rushmore of Yankees? Oh, what the? I don't care. It was horrendous. Well, I didn't he had see it. A-Rod yeah. and Judge on it with no Mantle, yep. no Barra. No, that's, no I... This is my new favorite. He should list. put himself on there. I love Aaron Boone. I'm so happy he hit that home he's, run in 2003. It has parlayed into so much Yankees pain, and they didn't even get a title out of that. Yeah, no, yep. I no. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna tweet out that like Aaron Boone has the ideal Yankee list now. This is it right here. His his four man Yankee Mount Rushmore. 
Ruth, Gehrig, Judge, Jeter. He's missing Johnny Damon on that list. So there's no Mariano? Jacoby no Ellsbury? Mando? DiMaggio? Steven Drew? Steven Drew? Hideki? Whoa. Whoa. No, dude. Steve oh Pierce? That was weird. That, that was, was weird. Really weird. Steve Pierce. People forget he was the Jacoby Ellsbury. Kevin Euclid? Franchi Cordero? David Wells. <laughs> no, that was great. That was a good that, that felt really good how all the Yankees fans fell for the exact same Franchi thing that yeah. we fell for two times. Where it was like, this guy's huge. He's athletic and he hits tanks. There's no way he's gonna slow down and fall off a cliff. And then he slows down and falls off a cliff. Beautiful. Mm. He's just gotta go around the AL East doing that now. Yeah. He's gotta do the Blue Jays and it's the like Rays. A hit man. He'll and he'll probably end up with the Rays. Uh, do the Orioles count? Oh my god! Orioles yeah, they count. count. Yeah, they count. Yeah, he's with the Orioles. He, he played for the Orioles, but yeah. he never he made it to a regular season game. Yeah, that's all right. He was with the Orioles. He's no Hideki. Right. Yeah, not a Hideki yeah. guy. If it shows Certainly. up on he's his contract, then he's then he's an Oriole. Um, any final notes? We that was a fi- that was a long final note there. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, no, Hideki. Yeah. That's my final. Thank note. you, Hideki. The house that Hideki built. Good good weekend series against Xander Bogarts and the ice cold San Diego Padres. Oh, wait, one thing we didn't mention. James Paxton. He looked great. Dog. Oh, that's right. Big Pax. Pax attack. He looks like, what, 2018 himself again? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Cross the fingers. We need that. We need that right now. Forgot that that he could look like that. It was awesome. Big maple. Showed up. All the sweetness. He's from Canada. I was at uh, the Zach. I was at the Zach Bryan concert of in course. line to get yeah, a drink, okay, and I look up on the thing, and, like, and I was, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I forgot Pax is pitching." Look up, dude. Yeah. Hit ninety-seven. Will you like, denounce Morgan Wallen right hell? now, sir? Sir, I'm not, I'm denounce not Morgan, Morgan Wallen. Guy. I'm not a Morgan Wallen guy. So I'll okay, cool. Him here. All right, on that I'm note, I'm also not a Morgan Wallen guy. All right, yeah. Admittedly, that is. Sammy? Never even heard. Of it. No, okay. So this is an this is an anti Morgan Wallen. Uh, podcast. Sign me up. I'm making and that pro Hideki. Uh, Brad Falcon. Brad Falcon overrule that if he has Morgan the Wallen. House on, that but... Hideki built. Yeah. All right. Absolute chaos to end <laughs> this episode. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys what Monday maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, all right. In, in the meantime, go socks. Go socks. Thank, Thank you, Hideki. Hideki McFarlane. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.